Welcome to Ghibli Minute. Ghibli Minute. I'm Richard Dunham. And I'm Chieko Dunham. Ghibli Minute is the podcast where we talk about Studio Ghibli movies one minute at a time. Minute by minute. For, by each minute in itself. <laughs> one singular minute. Yes. Per, per day. episode, yes. So today we're talking about Castle in the Sky. Minute 22. Minute 22 starts with Henry getting punched in the face. And it ends with Pazu getting ready to stoke the fire. He didn't start the fire, but he's gonna stoke it. <laughs> something, something broke it. What? <laughs> you know that Billy Joel song? No. No, you don't know it? God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> Do everything you can to keep it that way. Ugh. <sighs> And it never fails to get into my head whenever it starts to fire <laughs> something to fire. Yeah, so Henri or Henry mm -hmm. he gets clocked by the he gets clocked member of the by crowd. And then that's where the fight spreads to everybody else. This dude who clocks him is so smug about it. Yeah, he's got he, like he a big sneer on his face. Hey, he's like, buddy. Hi, buddy. Bonk. <laughs> And it turns into a melee. It doesn't seem fair. One guy, yeah. one of those gray-haired guys is grabbing Louis from behind. No, but Louis, Louis pushes his brother towards the man who oh, punched yeah, him. That's right. And then he starts punching the air more. He's like, I'm not <laughs> fighting anybody. I'm not going to be a part of this. You thought wrong. You thought wrong, buddy. Louis. Does someone come up from behind? Oh, yeah. This dude just runs up behind Louis and punches him. And more people... Just rush in. Yeah, it's one guy like in the in like a purple coat. Yeah. Walks up, he gets, delivers the second blow to Henry. Henry fights him off. Henry's kind of holding his own. Yeah, Henry's a good... Better than Louis. Louis's got yeah, that guy Louis's, behind him. Louis's getting pummeled. But this dude with gray hair and a pink hat. Exactly, yeah. Just... It's not fair. What? <laughs> anyway, Okami-san just stands there guarding the door. Yeah, and just with... The most disappointed face. Check out the woman in the... In pink? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, she's pretty she's, she's pretty into it. Yeah. All right, then it cuts to Dola and the two other members of her gang. Yeah. Who don't get to wear white because they don't have names, I guess. I guess. Because they're not her, her baby boys. Are they not her baby boys? I don't know. Mm -mm. I don't know how that works. She pulls out her telescope. Pretty handy. Pretty handy. Pretty handy accessory pretty handy for handy. Your, That's a really... Pirates. It's a really puffy skirt. It's a it's really big petticoat or whatever. Really big petticoat, whatever. I'm with it. Oh yeah, you like that? Yeah. You like the big hoop skirts or whatever? Yeah, because like if you when you twirl around it, like you feel like a, a Disney princess. You know that scene in Beauty and the Beast where she's dancing with the Beast and the he like twirls scene. her. Yeah. Every girl wants to feel like that. <laughs> Do they? Yeah. Yes. Love it. <laughs> that okay. <laughs> Yes, the Jean Cocteau version. That was scary. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> La Belle. It's my favorite version. Anyway, yeah, so she's taking a look at the automobile uh, slides to a stop right on the edge of a cliff. Right on the edge. So this is, they're coming from Pazu's house. Yeah. So Pazu's house is on some cliff overlooking the town. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you got, you got something on that? No, I'm just trying to figure out it, Pazu and Louie oh, and, and Sheeta ran. got down there running. Mm -hmm. Louie and 
Henry. Henry, yeah, they they're the ones that came to Paz's house, right? Louis Louis went up to Paz's house. Yep. But his two brothers stayed behind. So she she might have sent those two off to like Charles and Henry. Yeah, Charles and Henry. Off okay. To, for to help Louis. Okay, catch. so it's only the only people who ran from Paz's house are Pazushita and Louis. Mm-hmm. But they got down there, and Louis came to Paz's house in that car, right? Yeah. Why is the car still so far away? She might have like ransacked his house. Hmm. I guess so. Or like Lou, she's a pirate. She is a pirate. It's very true. Thinking, oh, Louis's gonna get this. Just two two little kids. He'll get them. He'll get them. Does she? It seems like she would know Louis by now, <laughs> though, right? And just from what we see of Louis yeah. in this movie, just. The second time we watch it, we're like, oh, I know Louie now. He's not going to get those guys. <laughs> and she's been living with Louie for at for, least months, right? Yeah. If not years. Yeah. I don't know where her confidence comes from then, is what I'm saying. She might have like been like, I'll give you this chance. And if you actually do, you know. Like, Even if Louie might succeed. If Louie, if you do succeed. That'd be great. That would be great. And maybe I'm not you, counting on it, though. <laughs> I'm not counting on it. But if you do catch them, maybe you'll get a little more dinner than everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So she's gonna go after him. Okay. So they've that's why they're late. They're so far away. They've been probably going through his house. Yeah. His house. Yeah. Because when yeah, they probably found like that book on Laputa. Yeah. And they're, and they're like, whoa, like, whoa, what is going on whoa. here? And they found like his makeshift aircraft. And they're like, yeah. Mm. Hmm. These guys are in league. This is not. Maybe it wasn't an accident on her part to jump out of the airship at that exact spot. Oh. Right, because this is this is a yeah, very weird coincidence. This is a really weird coincidence that he she just happens to land in the arms of literally uh... <laughs> of the son of somebody who of one of the biggest Laputa proponents. Yeah, small world. It's a small world after all. Yeah, because when Pazu gets back to his house eventually after an adventure, mm-hmm. she's sitting at his table. Yeah, gorging on food. So, yeah. So she's, uh, she thinks she, I mean, again, a spyglass or a telescope. Mm-hmm. Essential part of any pirate's Oh, yeah. Kit. Yeah. Right? And she has, she That's carries in the starter this. pack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the eye patch or like peg leg is optional. But it's that's, optional. That's in that's the starter, in starter pack. pack. You got to level it up, though, as yeah, you go. Yeah, you got to go. As you go, yeah. you get more and more. So she carries that with her all the time. I would. Yeah, yeah as if you were a pirate. Mm-hmm. So she's looking at the fight. Mm-hmm. And then she pans over. We can see the backyards. They're kind of sad. They are. They're like dirt backyards. Yeah. Just a place to hang up clothes, I guess. I mean, it's weird because there's like little patches of grass. Yeah. And one, like on the little slope, and the rest of the backyard is just dirt is that because like they're ch- keeping chickens or something there that would be digging up the grass that or like the pigs they keep pigs back there there's like a pig on the street oh that's right yeah and there are chickens on the streets so probably yeah yeah so we got pigs we got chickens, chickens. we got goat cows goat cows yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't know do we have chickens we don't see a chicken though no we do a chicken yeah we saw chickens we've already seen a chicken yeah you know when uh, Shita and Pazu are running and uh, oh, there was a chicken Charles in the road. Charles is talking to Duffy. There's a chick. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay. Duffy. <laughs> Duffy. What a name. And so she pans down to she spots Pazu and Shita running along this track. So this is how did they get down there so fast? 
Or is it that fast? I guess they're just fast. Just slid down the thing or something? Or there's. Yeah. I think there's stairs. Stairs. Probably in the side of the cliff or something? Yeah, maybe. And just the whole geography of this place is crazy. Because there's train tracks above like houses. So, the, yeah, they're running along. So, cut to the next shot. We see them like running along this gangway kind of through all these factories they look like abandoned factory buildings they do because one one factory like the roof is completely gone so i don't know what the seems really like a dangerous area but kids get hurt playing around there all the time all the time yeah step on rusty nails and get tetanus Ow. lose their legs like in that great brain book what you know that you you've never read that series, the great the adventures of the great brain. No. That these there's a great great set of it children's books. It was a great books. brain. It was a great what a great brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet kids like fall off. Sometimes. Yeah, looks fun though. Yeah. And then they flag down this train. So s- stepping onto a train tracks in front of a train, not not that's something I would recommend. Not safe. If you've ever been to Japan, Kiroisen no. Behind the yellow yeah, line. I hear that every morning oh. riding the train here yeah. here in the United States. Yeah. Please stand behind the yellow line until the train comes to a complete stop oh, before yeah. boarding. Right. What What is this train? It's like this little the old locomotive with three carts behind it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's locomotive number seven. Locomotive number seven. I don't... It's. It doesn't look like it's carrying anything. Well, we'll see that it's, it's not... Oh, the carts are empty. Yeah, I'm Just assuming. Going somewhere to pick up a load or... I guess. Do you think this guy has his own like delivery business or is he delivering stuff? Is he working for a company that's delivering stuff? I don't know what's going on. I don't know. He's got three empty carts. Yeah. It's just it's just kind of a more of a sign that nobody... Like this area is poor. Nobody has any work. The work that they're oh. doing doesn't have any... Doesn't have any profit. Purpose. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. have any purpose. Symbolic, man. Oh, man. So much symbolism. Yeah. So they, uh, Pazu and Shida, Shida's already disguised as a hobo. And now that they're jumping on a train, they are, I think, officially hobos. <laughs> they're officially hobos. They, they're, they're ready Pazu to get their ran uni- from his home. Yeah. They've already hid in someone's house. And now they're jumping on a train. Yeah. They're ready to get their hobo union card. Yeah. Whoever this guy is, the guy, uh, conductor. Yeah. He knows Pazu. He does. Like everybody knows Pazu. Everybody knows everybody in this town, I everybody, guess. Everybody, I guess. That's how that works. And he knows Dola or the Dola oh, gang. Oh, the Dola clan, yeah. The Dola clan seems pretty famous. Maybe he maybe he has some history. It's an old, an old boyfriend of Dola's. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? No. no. I'm saying like maybe he was in the military and he had to deal with like the Dola clan, but then he was like, okay, oh. I'm going to retire, be a... A conductor for or a train that has no purpose. Just live life. Okay, so this is a veteran. Maybe he seems like it. He seems like a guy who would join the military, like in his youngin days. Youngin days. Young, yep. Yep. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a Popeye look about him. He does with the chin. Yeah. Especially totally. the chin. Yeah, he's got the Popeye chin. Yeah, and the English subtitles for his first line is playing hooky for a date. Yep. Yeah. It matches. It yeah. Yeah. What is he? What is the? 
Japanese says, Shigoto sabote de toka. <laughs> nice. Yep, totally. And then Pazu defends himself by saying, We're running after bad, bad guys, guys are, are after, after us. us. And then he points up. So he knows that Dola has been following them. Yeah, I guess at some point as they were running along, he must have looked up. He must have up. seen that car. Yeah. I was like, no one has a car. That has to be her. Yeah. It's the only, it's very rare. He's already, yeah. he, we already, he already said that. An automobile, how rare, right? Yeah. And there are more houses on the side of this cliff. Yeah. So now I don't, are they houses? Or are they more abandoned factories? Uh, too many abandoned factories. How is no one using these? Yeah. There's like a whole, this whole, it's like a whole neighborhood of abandoned. I think it'd be infested with. With what? I don't know. Pests? Raccoons? <laughs> raccoons? Fox squirrels. <laughs> fox squirrels. <laughs> really old nest pesky. of fox squirrels in there. Fox squirrels. I mean, it's... Squatters. It seems like since it's at, it, it, since it's at the bottom of a cliff, it's is it like dark and musky? So like bacteria and parasites are yeah, it's probably in there? It's about to be swallowed up by the mold. <laughs> This this is actually how the Sea of Decay started. The mold growing at the bottom of these canyons. Mm. Pazu asked the conductor to take him to the next town. To oh, the police. yeah. That's right. Yeah. What is the... Pol- okay. Are there no police in this town? Yeah. Where are the police in this town? That's a good who, question. Who is... Where are the police to stop this huge brawl? Because it's obviously... Yeah, another great question. You know... Like, someone's going to get The hurt. peace has been disturbed. There's a big disturbance of the peace there. Yeah. yeah. Where are the cops? Where are the cops? Is the town so... The cops don't dare come in the labor... In the labor town? <laughs> the union. In the... The union in territory. The union territory. I mean, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. It's a good question. Don't mess with the union town. They love brawls. And if you mess with one brawl, you're not going to come out looking good. So, but if the if the if the union is the force for order in that town, why are the police going to be any better in the next? Yeah, town? right. You have in each town, you presumably have some force, some peacekeeping force. No. Yeah. I don't know. I think the police are going to be a better. Um, better defense against the Dola gang. The Dola. The Dola gang? clan. I feel like I feel like the Dola clan could take down a couple cop, like a yeah, a police force. Yeah. Pretty easily. I agree. What you gonna do? So do you have anything on the voice actor for the conductor? No, but let's see. Okay. The old engineer, right? The train operator. He is played by Tomomichi Nishimura, who... Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So who... Oh, okay. Old engineer, we covered him. We, we did? Okay. I believe. I hope we did. We... Yeah, we did. <laughs> okay. Don't worry. Train operator. Tomomichi Nishimura. Nishimura. I'm... Pretty sure the Studio Ghibli yeah. wiki credits him as the train operator and the clock town caretaker in Kiki's delivery service. Okay. In addition to those, he has been born June second, nineteen forty six, Chiba, Japan. In Chiba, Japan. Um, let's see. He was in Beelzebub as Behemoth, mm, Dragon Ball Super as Kudu. He was in Mobile Suit Zeta Gundam as Gemitov Hyman. He's Hachidai and Naruto and Onoki and Naruto Shippuden. He's Ray's grandfather in Sailor Moon. And one of his big roles is Mitsuyoshi Anzai in Slam Dunk. Matsui in Pat Labor the Movie and Pat Labor the New Files. Mm-hmm. For English dubs, 
in animation, at least. He played Russ Cargill in the Simpsons movie. Uh, he plays J. Jonah Jameson and Angel and Spider-Man and his amazing friends. He played Birch Barlow in The Simpsons, and he voiced for Yoda in Star Wars Rebels. Yoda in Star Wars Rebels. I'm trying to think of when Yoda showed up in Star Wars Rebels. Hmm. But I believe it. Sure. He played oh, Ten. Wait. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yoda shows up as like a. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He played Tenzin in The Legend of Korra. That's pretty big. And Great and Creed in X Men. And Toporino Uncle in Cars Two. For live action films, he play he was he voiced for the role of Colonel Frank Fitz in American Beauty, played by Chris Cooper. In American Beauty. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's. Yeah, I mean his career. His, he goes. His career goes back to about 1977. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ultra transforming magic robot Gingweezer or something. Mm-hmm. He uh, he played the principal in Urusei Yatsura. Several iterations of Urusei Yatsura. Um, he already mentioned Matsu, Detective Matsui and all the Pat labors. He's the narrator for Yu Yu Hakusho Ghost Files. He plays Goki in Vega and Street Fighter. Yep, he was in Escaflown, and he's done a bunch of video game work as well. Mm-hmm. He's in uh, Leos and Dot Hack. He's in Halo Two and Halo Three as High Prof as High Prophet of Truth and Grave Mind. Don Achino and, and Captain T Bone in One Piece. He was the Arbiter of Time in Final Fantasy Thirteen Two. What? So there was his Mister Question and Tiger Mask W. So there would. There was a revival. There was a Tiger Mask revival in like 2016. I was not aware of this. That's what? awesome. Are you aware of Tiger Mask? I've heard of it. You've heard of it? It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy like wrestling anime from the 60s. All right. Okay. That's Tomomichi Nishimura. Nishimura playing the train operator. The train operator. All right. Okay. We'll see you next time. On Ghibli Ghibli Minute. Minute.